wisdom. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This is our Broadcasting live from a Chinese main microphone high atop the Sioux Nation on take two of Phantom Facts Toppy Tuesdays it is cussing with Hussing with Sunshine tagline yet to be identified. We were working on this earlier. We gotta figure out. Now you said what do guys what 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 do we what do your friends call you? I've had friends in the past call me Sunbun. No, absolutely not. Just Sun. Nope. Sunny uh, D, that was the big one in high school because, you know, Sunny we'll Delight. Was to, we could make Chris, as a punishment for not being on the show tonight, call you Sun Bun. <laughs> that. so, so he has to call me for the whole week as Sun Bun? Yes, that's <laughs> the entire. He is not acknowledged in the group chat unless he. You're right, unless. That's great. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, you know, now I owe you an apology, uh, Sunshine, because okay. uh, I I just found out uh, in our while well, we were having our little uh, pre-show meeting that uh, you have had this good of internet for uh, ten months. Yeah, <laughs> that's my bad. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> but happy happy to have you on your debut episode. You've been in the group chat for what, two years? Yeah. <laughs> About that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark that up as lack of communication. My part. My apologies. And uh but I hope you come on the show more often if you can. I, I hope that works out, especially since I have Sundays off, so Perfect. Sundays really shouldn't be an issue. Every other Sunday we do a uh next week or uh it's not next week, it's uh in two weeks. We're doing, okay. uh, it's going to be a music-based episode. Ooh. Yeah, that's the theme. Something with music. Something with music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, pay, pay. but before that, we'll have another Toppy Tuesday. It's Toppy Tuesday today. It's my, it's my, one of my favorite days. Okay, so, um, first of all, I don't know if you paid attention to the Tucker Carlson interview with Putin or not. I, I watched... The podcast, you know, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, there's a little I, update on how it went. I mean, you heard about how he took like 40 minutes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I want to say that it cracks me up that Tucker Carlson applied to be in the CIA because. <laughs> He, I just don't see him as a CIA agent personally. Sometimes the look on his face is a little. <laughs> Can you imagine how that interview went? <laughs> I know. I kind of uh, feel bad. Tucker says here you scored a B on history in the third grade. <laughs> how do you know that? And then his like after his face is still like that. Like, then he has, like, some wild facial gesture, like, compensate for the lack of any facial gesture. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty hilarious. Now, I watched that, I watched that interview as a person, you know, because like, we've done a few interviews on our show with yeah. a couple different people. And I'm like, I'm not a great interviewer, you know, so, like, I don't, you know, I'm learning as I go. You know, I, I used to listen to Dan Patrick. He was a great interviewer. He was a sportscaster. I, yeah. I mean, I talk about him like he's dead, but he's still Dan Patrick show is still going on. But he's <laughs> uh, a great interviewer. Anyway, uh, is but like kudos to making Putin laugh like four times throughout that interview. Was, you know, is he laughing with Tucker or? It was like three times he was laughing at Tucker, and then one time he laughed with him. Okay, see Tucker. So Tucker asked him straight out, like, who? Uh, uh, who bombed the Nord Stream pipeline? Now, you know anything about this pipeline? This pipeline, uh, it goes from Russia under the sea, 
all the way under the sea from Russia into Germany. Okay. And it feeds Germany propane or natural gas. Hmm. And it's not so nice of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, ha- they, they have two. They, they have two pipelines that they send to Germany. Crazy. Right. And so, um, so, so like it got blown up uh, when the war started. And then our media was like, Russia blew up their pipeline in 4D chat. <laughs> and I was sitting there thinking, like, who blows what? up their own pipeline? Yeah, why would they do that? How would Putin benefit from that? I don't. <clears throat> so Tucker Carlson, he asks, uh, he asks him, uh, you know, who bombed the pipeline then? And he goes, you did. And Tucker Carlson said, I was busy that night. <laughs> 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 and Putin genuinely like laughed at that. I thought that was do you think we did that? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what's crazy is like we talk about inflation <laughs> here. And inflation is I calculated it up, it's seventeen percent in three years. So yeah. what we were paying for three years ago is now 17% on average more. And, uh, but Germany, when that pipeline got blown up, their energy went up 40%. So imagine getting your gas bill and instead of it being $250, it's now, what would that be? Fucking a lot. Like 475 or something like that. Yeah. Almost double. That's crazy. Yeah, so so we sort of screwed over Germany too. <laughs> oh no! Like, that's what you get for being Nazis, <laughs> right? We say that oh. every time we do something mean to them. <laughs> yeah, remember that time we had a remember great country. Remember? <laughs> remember? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, so because Putin gave that uh, that long. Uh, historical speech about like the land purchases and he brought the receipts and all of that stuff. Yeah. The Mongolian president uh, tweeted out after he saw the, uh, after he, after he saw the uh, interview and uh, he tweeted out the original Mongolian borders right here. He's like, after okay. Putin's talk, I went and found the Mongolian historic maps. Don't worry. We are a peaceful and free nation. <laughs> Damn. I see you. You see it? I can see it. Yeah. Look how that big the Mongol Empire used to be. Yeah, that's crazy. It, I mean, that's huge. It, it, yeah, I'm not really sure. So this is China sure. over here. This is like Korea. Yeah. Hands over here. This God is like Mongolia. over here is Spain. I actually found a cool little video if you want to watch it. I'm down. Uh, it's like a minute long, and it does a uh, it shows like how the Mongol Empire grew uh, during uh, Genghis Khan's uh, yeah period. Do you know much about the Mongols? I <laughs> not not like, really. I know they answer? were. I know they were quite That's the crew. Fun. How's the family? You know anything about Mongols, Sunshine? <laughs> All I think about is South Park. I'm not going to lie. Goddamn Mongolians. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Building that wall. The Mongolians. Goddamn yes. Mongolians. Yeah. Goddamn Mongolians. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to tear down my wall because so, <laughs> that's the name of the restaurant. Yeah, oh, so man. It, yes. It's in. Goddamn it. That's like one of the early episodes, too. It is. It's the old, old stuff. And I should probably know more about the Mongolians, but I don't. I I didn't know anything about it till I listened to a podcast where a guy did like 16 hours on the entire length of the Genghis Khan family. Dan Carlin did it for Hardcore History. Over a period of like four years, he did this. Oh, I was like... uh, It's like fascinating because he likes... He talks about... uh, He talking... I'll pause this here real quick. But he talks about how, like, they would go into these cities, conquer the city, and it, these cities would be full of, like, millions of people. And they would, like, divide people into groups of ten, and, like, each soldier had to, like, kill ten people. And then they would just kill the entire city. 
the entire city would be like completely butchered in like 30 minutes. And then they'd move on to the next city. And they were horse riders, so they just, like, tear through the plains. I mean, it just caused havoc. No one had any defenses against them. Yeah. It was, like, the first, you know, and, and, like, they could just do everything off a horse. They were, like, they were like the Native Americans of, of, of Russia and China. Yeah. Yeah. And look how fast they grow. It's, it's like, I think they said, like, 40 times bigger than the uh, Russian empire was or not the russian the roman empire was oh damn like this is india down there i mean this is like five years in it's like 10 years in (laughs) it goes all the way this is spain italy's right there good lord huge Yeah. yeah this is like 40 years in now now they got states now they got states that's crazy they just freaking took over (laughs) end of story well isn't it crazy how you could like take over that much and then i mean think about it it's been what yeah that was said 12 last thing i noticed was 12 12, or something like that 800 years 900 years ago that's crazy and like no one like no one today really remembers that much about them now they're like this tiny country in between China and Russia. Yeah. It's that's <laughs> it's interesting how it all depleted. It took a long well, I guess how long did it take to deplete to down to what it is now? Uh let's go back to here. You know what I mean? Like when did there, like, other countries start taking back over stuff? Go back. Look like they got start getting pushed back in like the 13 so like 100 years after 100 years they start losing all their land start going back back. it's not a very long stint in the grand scheme of things let's see when america becomes a country in 1776 they don't even exist that's crazy it's crazy they don't even exist as a country that's nuts weird history see i now i found a phantom fact about it because i knew you were going to be on the show and and, uh you know we've we've got a few women listeners on the you know and uh so i found this uh, interesting fact so how was he able to conquer so much land so quickly well besides having like one of the craziest armies ever the kings that were like afraid of him and wanted to make peace with him, mm-hmm. he would, uh, you know, how did you make peace with an incoming king back then? You know, he made a deal. Yeah. Made a deal. Well, this was, uh, this was Genghis Khan's uh, special little deal. Before we start, don't forget to subscribe. Hit yeah, the yeah, like button for future videos in the comments. King strategy of Genghis Khan with his daughters, known for his vast conquests, Khan also excelled in matrimonial diplomacy. He strategically married his daughters to allied kings under one condition. All right. So how's that make you feel? I know you're all women feel gross. It's gross. (laughs) It makes perfect sense to me. I don't understand what's gross about it. It does, but it's gross. You know. That's fair. No, that's fair. All right. These kings had to. But I think you're going to change your mind. Just my opinion. Divorce their current wives. These son. So they had to divorce their current wives. Okay. And then marry his daughters. So they they, they divorce their wife, and mm-hmm. then marry his daughter. The law were then sent to the front lines of Mongol wars, facing almost certain death. This was a calculated move what? by Khan, as they perished in battle. His daughters ascended as widowed queens, inheriting their late husband's kingdoms. This not only secured the Mongol heartlands, but also aided in the empire's expansion. The secret behind Genghis Khan's enduring success, his powerful widowed daughters. Welcome. How cool is that? That is actually pretty cool. But like, I got to give it <clears throat> to like... I can't remember which country china japan either way like they are very strict on certain things with the way things go but they don't fuck around with education they make sure right. their kids are smart you know so i can see him raising his daughters to be you know female men in a sense female men. <laughs> can you imagine how scary it would be 
to like be married to Genghis Khan's daughter. He's like, hey, take good care of her, bud. <laughs> right? He's like, now you're going to the front lines. You, yes, sir. <laughs> you just, you just, fucking kill me. Where am I going? <laughs> Serbia? <laughs> we ride it on, you know? <laughs> oh, I don't get to spend a night with her. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> that checks out. It makes all the sense. Makes no, I get it. I get it. Dad, you made a shitty deal. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. It's smart. It's smart. Uh, smart. It is smart. It's a little Be phantom good. fact of the day. You know, I thought uh, that'd be uh, sort of cool. And I thought it was funny that the uh, the Mongolian pr- former president was trolling Vladimir Putin. That's sort of, I mean, that's just sort of petty, isn't it? It's a little petty. <laughs> like, oh, I watched the interview. I'm going to Twitter at him. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Petty, and it's very petty. Uh, the best kind of petty, though, because it's Putin. It was probably his staff that did it, though. Probably. All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, May sent me this for a topical, and I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, you know. But uh, I, I, I was sort of hoping to ask him uh, what his opinion on why he even sent this to me, but. He was obviously fascinated, so I feel like we owe it to him, since he's out there working, like right, a hard blue-collared man, to discuss it. He sent it to me from X. It says uh, it's from creepy.org. There are currently hundreds of deceased people in the United States, including baseball legend Ted Williams, whose bodies are being frozen in liquid nitrogen in the hope that future technology will be able to revive them. Is May going through like some midlife crisis right now? Is this him like reaching out to me? He said he wanted this to be a topical, but I don't, he, no explanation. He just sends it to me at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's what? That's wild. Is that, that's not real, is it? You didn't know like, this? No, this is real. This is this has been real since since Walter Disney's been alive. I was I was just gonna say, is Walt Disney's head down there too? Like, what's that's not a joke. That's like an actual. I don't. It's Ted Williams' head because in Transport, I, I, like there was a malfunction, and the only thing they could save out of the freezer was his head. This is a baseball player, famous baseball player. Yeah, so it's Ted Williams' head. I think I think Futurama has that too. Like, they, yeah, the yeah. the president's hall of Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, this, new. <laughs> this is a thriving business, Sunshine. How much does it cost to get your body frozen? Well, I'm I'm so happy you asked because <laughs> I actually found the website that does this. I'm gonna pull this it up so like, that. Uh, you can take a look at it too. This is called the uh, here. Where is it? This is kind of like the sub that <clears throat> failed going to the Titanic. It's like it's, 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 Jack could have lived if she didn't fucking push him off the door. He was frozen and dead. Like, what problem did you have with him sitting there? I don't get it. She's well. She's a selfish rich bitch. Like you know. Yeah. All right. Alcor, this this practice is called cryonics, sunshine. Now, all right, what is cryonics? Cryonics. I watch enough movies. <laughs> so I, 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 this is. I mean, look how long this is. Who wants to read this? Um, but what happens? I read through this, and what happens is that when you're about ready to die, like you're on the, you know, grandma's got like a week left, maybe. Yeah, give these guys a call and they get the whole thing set up in advance and then they sit there and wait for the phone call. Now, they can't do it to you while you're alive. Okay, so it's like the instant you're dead, you're going in. You're dead. And they don't freeze you, all right? What they do is they insert this chemical into that converts the water into like this preservative. And then, like, and then that freezes, uh, and then uh, that's supposed to be like once you, you know, once they have a cure for aging, I guess 
for getting old. Okay. They can bring you back to life and then, you know, fix you up and then you can live again. Unless you, they reanimate you and you're just riddled with cancer because God knows what this shit does to the bloodstream. <laughs> with that, you're there, like, oh, your cancer is so bad. There's no saving you. <laughs> You've got five minutes. Do you want to contact your great grandchildren? Right. <laughs> then, it, you know what? That's a win on Alcor's back end because then they can charge for funeral services. <laughs> call. Um, okay. I get the scam now. I see it. Look it's at. Cool. I mean, look at this. It's a membership. Membership. Uh, making it for everyone. Possible revival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, they don't tell you how much up front. That's that's disappointing. Like, what's you know? the what's the registration fee? <laughs> it's uh oh, it's seventeen oh, hundred yeah. bucks a month. Dues are based oh, on your age at sign up. Sixty year old for each child family member. Sixty dollars a year. Oh, so you can preemptively get your kids on this too. This is what a deal. This is wow. I was gonna say, is there like couples packages? (laughs) Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Okay. First of all, there's a referral program, right? Huh? Look at this 10% off first year Alcor dues. Uh, if you refer them and you're a member, it's 25% off, and then 50% off new members' first year dues. I how do we not sign up for this? If like, you click this button right are, here, Alcor.org. What are we really you want doing? To check this out yourself. Now, it, I know it seems hard to believe, but it gets better. There is a pet section. Oh, what? You can. I'm. I'm happy to tell That's you. That's not fair because I'm happy to tell you. You can now preserve your pets, oh. and you know maybe you won't live to see the cure of your dying animal's ailment, but. Your great, great, great grandkid. They can, you know, they can have Java and Storm, and that's great. Now I'm <laughs> curious. My fucking zoo. I'm curious. There is pricing for this that I found. So, how much do you think it is? So, to save your pet. Well, I would assume that it would be cheaper than saving yourself. It's a smaller. People are crazy with animals, sunshine. This is true. People People are are crazy with animals. All right, give me. Okay, let's say large. uh, Let's let's say small dog. So a small dog, I can see that being like you know five bucks a month. You know what I mean? Let's say now Malamute. It's it's a it's a flat rate. It's not like a do thing. You know, like oh, like with humans. It's just a flat. You know, it's a flat rate. I don't know. Ten grand. Ten grand. Yeah. Okay. All right. That well, seems deep to me. So uh, let's take a look here. For pets, this is really quite exciting. For a whole body, for a small animal, it's low end, 32300 For a larger animal, it goes all the way up to $132,400. Wow. That's that's like Malamute status. Those things are enormous. You see this? Yes. <laughs> So what does this mean? Like when you die, you can freeze your pet with you. Right. You could save just their brain and neurosystem. And that's considerably cheaper. It's $7,100 high end. As long as it's got their brain, it's going to remember me and love me no matter what it looks like. Right. And there's options too. Like, you know, if you don't want to drop 132,000, you could go to just a straight freeze, which is 129,300. Oh, so there's there's options. There's options. Now, don't get straight. See, don't get uh don't get mad at me, but uh I did happen to find uh I did happen to find a audio. Oh. Uh audio call. I now I have to add it because I was just, you know, being silly and uh didn't pre-plan this. Um but uh, let's see. Can you can you uh, can you hear this when I do this? Yes. Is that a yes? Yes. Oh, thank God. 
Okay. All right. No, I found so I someone on YouTube leaked a phone call, uh, a, a sales call uh, from Alcor, uh, from the Alcor.org company. Okay. Hello. Hi, is this Naomi? Yes. Naomi, hello. This is Harold with Alcor. Oh, hi, Harold. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Well, you know what? I I wish I was calling you under better circumstances, but we did get that notice from the vet that uh, Trixie's about ready to go. How you doing? You doing okay with that news? Is that all right? No. I know. It's, I'm, I, I see... It hurts my heart, but I want you to feel good about something, Naomi, okay? Stay with me, right? Now, here at Alcor, I have a solution so you never have to lose Trixie. How does that sound? Wouldn't God want it this way, though? First of all, God wouldn't have invented such a beautiful way to preserve Trixie as he has with Alcor. Now, uh, are you thinking of a whole body preservation? Because we could do that. What, what, what type of breed is Trixie again? She's a Pomsky. Oh, she's a Pomsky. Oh, well, lucky for you, uh, the cancer doesn't last long in them because they're small. But you can save her entire body. Let's see how, how much does she weigh. She's a big, if I saw the picture. Yes. Is that right? She's a large, small dog. Yes. Okay, so we're probably looking around 43,250.99 plus tax. You do live in South Dakota, right? Are you kidding me? I know. I know. Yes, the, I live in South Dakota. The prices these days. I tell you what, it's crazy. Inflation's hit us everywhere. Um, now, if you're not looking to do that, we could always just go and save Trixie's little brain. Now, <laughs> since she's a Pomeranian, it would probably be around ten thousand dollars. Can we set you up with that today? No. No. It's, so you, it's so just no bedside manner. No, no, not at all. Horrible stool. human being. Oh, geez, got heated there at the end. <laughs> Interesting. You think they'd have a little bit better bedside manner for the pet department? You'd, you'd think people are wild about their pets. <laughs> wild. Uh, in what world would you spend like a hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars on my pet? On your pet. That is such a. It's a dick thing to say. I have six animals. <laughs> you, you would. That would be like you would drop. No. Well, one of them's a foster. She's looking. For, I'm looking for a home for. Her. But anyways, that's yeah, so a long. Really, so you would only save a few of them out of six. So technically, one of the cats Aren't and one of all the dogs, your babies. One of the cats and one of the dogs is technically Jude, so he can pay for that shit. Oh. Okay. Well. That takes me down to three. Technically, <laughs> I mean, technically, uh, I mean, aren't, isn't he under your care? Therefore, they're under your care as well. By the time we're all ready to die, he's going to be a full-grown-ass adult. Okay. <laughs> I'm freezing my pets. Good luck with yours. Good old Ross Putin. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know where oh, he's going that? at. Anyway, um, I thought that was, I don't know why May sent that to me, but. Uh, because I think it's definitely, it's super interesting. Like, it's really quite interesting. It's, it's a shame. Straight up, through and through. How, I hear what about happens these if the power I, goes out? <laughs> no shit. They've got all the sources, all the sources, generators. Yes, Main everything. lines, fucking solar, solar power. They ain't fucking around. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think we need to cleanse ourselves of this discussion. And uh, we've got a new segment, actually. You know, just sort of cleanse the palate. Bring us back. It's uh, it's our new segment called uh, Moment of Zen. Oh, nice. I like it. And now, a moment of Zen. With Adam Weidman. Uh, each month we'll try to bring you a moment of Zen uh, from Adam Weidman. Uh, today's topic is return to nature, funeral home. Now, have you heard about this where like you die 
instead of getting cremated or instead of, uh, you know, getting buried in a box, what you do is you donate your body, they turn it into compost, and then they plant a tree. And that's your tree, and you become you become part of the, you know, earth. It's a full cycle. It's a full circle thing. And you get to provide oxygen. It's beautiful. It is, it, I have heard of this, and it is a pretty cool idea. I mean, yeah, I, that's what I thought, too. And then um, there's actually a place in Colorado Springs. I don't know if you knew this. Or not Colorado Springs. In Colorado. Sorry. In Colorado. Um, that actually, like, offers this service. Like, I think they're one of the original ideas behind it. Hmm. I don't know if you saw them in the news. We got a clip of them uh, on the news here. Follow cause affidavit. It is the investigation. They've uh, the they've ran into a bit of a problem, Sunshine. Uh-oh. Colorado speaking after a Colorado couple was arrested more than a month after 190 sets of decaying remains were found at their funeral home business. Fox News correspondent Matt Finn has the latest on that investigation. No growth. The Halfords have stolen a lot from my family. Um, they've stolen a lot from all of us. Police arrest John and Carrie Halford, the owners of the Return to Nature funeral home in the small Colorado town of Penrose, where more than a month ago, authorities found nearly 200 decaying bodies. The couple were taken into custody in Oklahoma and charged with four felonies, abuse of a corpse, theft, money laundering, and forgery. I know you're all wanting to see the probable cause affidavit. It is currently sealed. I want to warn you, the information contained in that affidavit. All right. All right. So pretty much what happened here. <clears throat> I have a quick question. So these people that are suffering because like they obviously weren't doing their job, which was kind of what I was afraid of. How long does it take to turn a human body into compost? Like that's, that's a legit question. Like when are these people like supposedly getting these ple- trees that they can plant that is their loved one you know like how does it work i'm sure the turnaround time would be similar to that of like a funeral right like like how long does it take to decompose a body without a bunch of chemicals that are going to fuck up the earth because that's got to be a big part of it right or probably not because it's cheaper to do it the dancy way so i mean so they found 200 bodies stacked in one room I can't even fathom the smell out there in all of those suits. And I was like, not fresh bodies, like bodies up to two years old in that room. See, so they're not actually getting their loved one. So, so people, these people ran a scam and then pocket, they said they were taking lavish vacations. They traveled. They caught them in Oklahoma. Is where they ran off to. Is where they caught. Them. They're getting. They're getting the hammer thrown down on them now. But why Oklahoma? How is Oklahoma going to save you? I don't know. Like it's so barren and, and miserable. Even the FBI doesn't want to go there. I don't. Okay. I don't know the reasoning behind that. It's. It's it, a big it's, question, though. Like, to me, now to me, and I'm just being honest, I don't think they should be convicted of a crime. I, I, what? They promised to decompose their loved ones. And where did they find the bodies? In a room decomposing, full of living nature. You know? What? I don't see the issue here. So they're turning them into compost naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a great, I think, yeah, absolutely. Still. And these people, these people should not be upset. They should be thrilled. You know, mm, mm, agree to disagree because I'm like, uh, I'd be, oh my god, I'd be livid. <laughs> but like, my grandma's supposed to be like fucking growing a tree in my backyard for generations to come, and what do I have? Your fucking banana peels. It gets worse. The remains of families received was allegedly just bags of mixed concrete and not actual ash. Fucking trees can't even grow. <laughs> like, what? It's, it's, 
Oh my god. These people are horrible people. These are horrible people. This is uh yeah, I, I think May shared this with me too. This is a great find by May. I say this is probably find of the find of the week. Well, out yeah. to you, May. Good job. Uh it says it gets worse. The remains of the families received. It's allegedly just bags of mixed concrete. The floor was filled with the liquid of human decomposition. The couple, Jan and Carrie Halford, are both facing more than 200 charges and will be arraigned in March. Despicable people. I don't agree. I don't agree. I agree. Could they have used something other than concrete? Was their mistake using concrete, maybe? Maybe. But uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. They could have, like, I don't know, actually used the loved one. There's got to be How? some. You brought up the valid point right from the beginning. How long does it take for a body to decompose? I don't know. I have a computer in front of me, but I, I haven't checked it. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> But it takes longer than the three-day turnaround for a funeral. You got to give them something. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like, what did, what were the... I don't know the, the lines like did they say oh it's gonna take you know three months yeah, that's or, true. Like, and know? all of their websites are shut down like i checked their facebook page their their internet website is gone boo like, gone so uh which i mean oh man i wish i could have seen like the little video I wanted to see their pitch because i wanted to know what they promised yeah. them but we'll find out through this court trial i'm sure Oh, they, yeah, for uh, yeah, for absolutely. All right. Um, but that's I, I, still crazy. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what, uh, what else to say about them. Am I, I wrong? You are. I, I think <laughs> you're wrong because I think they are so mm. wrong. It's unreal. Just mm. screwing people over left and right, lavish vacations. And then oh, Oklahoma, where the. That's honestly the best part of the story. You ran to Oklahoma. <laughs> you, I mean, with all that, I never understand. These people never have an end. Like, they never thought it'd get discovered. Right. Like, they didn't have an end game. Like, you got to have people come into your funeral home. Yeah. Um, smell that shit. Right. How did they? They were in hazmat suits, bro. Like, <laughs> just, oh, bleh. can you imagine being the guy that had to clean that mess up? Oh. God, I had an interview at a freaking old folks home to clean rooms once, and I said no because I couldn't stand the smell of that place. I can't even fathom. You know, uh, Dave Chavez tried to get me a job, a maintenance position in a nursing home, which was really nice of him because I was struggling at the time. Um, but I went on the interview, and I'm going to uh, uh, meet with the maintenance manager, and we're talking in the little shop in the back. And then he's like, here, let me show you around. And then as we walk in, he like turns back to me as before he keys himself into the building. And he goes, you got to be careful around here, like with your tools that you wear on your belt and stuff. Don't leave anything hanging around because these old people are always trying to kill themselves. And if they get a hold of your tool, they'll try to do it. It's happened before. <laughs> Please. You're like, thanks, I'm good. I don't need the job that bad. You know what? I'd, I'd rather starve. Appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, my, my interview was right after I moved back here to Spearfish. It was the first interview I had, and I was like, ooh. It's rough. I, you know what? Kudos to the people that do it. You know, like, I mean, it's a special type of person to work in a nursing home. And I mean, I'm grateful for them because I can't do it, and it needs to be done. Exactly. You know, it's not going to be me. I can't. I couldn't do yep. it. Yep. I, I know. I, I'm sorry I can't, but I can't. But you can. So, right on. It's like all so right. many people are like, I could never work in daycare. I'm like, oh, give me daycare all day. Do it. <laughs> Kids are funny. I couldn't do daycare either. <laughs> Kids are hilarious. <laughs> They're fun for a bit. <laughs> you know, is that like when they go through a hangry phase or their sleepy phase and they become monsters is very like what happened um all right, we're right uh we have got the last topic of the show which means we got to play our sponsor by pitbull super <laughs> pitbull super you want to go hard like a dog 
You want to go hard like a dog, Big Daddy? Not just any dog. Hard like a pit bull. Oh, yeah. Then you <coughs> go get yourself some pit bull super. Warning. Not to be used in hotel orgies with your friends. Side effects may include splitting penis or exploding penis, resembling a shotgun blast. Pitbull Super, you stud. Try it now. I cannot express how much joy it brings me to have helped inspire that. <laughs> you know what? And, and like, I still know men to this day that hear the sound of that voice and would buy that pill. Despite <laughs> the warning label on it. You know, it's that good of a commercial. It is. It's solid. Great. F's great kiss. voice acting over there. All right. Uh, final story of the day. This is a horror story. It's just unbelievable. It's, it, this story is unbelievable. For years, Troy Harp has been living a nightmare. This is my mother. This is when she was a baby. After donating his mother and grandmother to Biological Resource Center in 2012 and 2013, with the understanding their bodies would be used for scientific purposes. Cancer and, you know, leukemia and whatever else, you know, using sample cells. And sure. That's what I was told. But that's not what happened. In 2014, the FBI... What do you think happened, Sunshine? Oh, uh, is it similar to what we just talked about? No. Well, no? I mean, it's still with dead bodies. It's similar that way. Yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah, I'll play a little more. I'll play a little more. I okay. raided the Phoenix facility in hazmat suits as part of a multi-state investigation. <laughs> yeah, broke her. She's broke. Broke that cop. Paid leave. Into the illegal trafficking and sale of human body parts. But for the first time... They were selling it. They were slinging some bodies. They're <laughs> Oh my God, black market shit. We're now able to see the testimony from one of the... Now this happened in like 2013, 2015? 2015. Happened in 2015. Uh, went to trial 2019. And now in 2024, we're able to finally see the files of what they were doing. Oh, damn. This is just, I mean, this is obviously a news report, so. FBI agents who conducted the raid and what he recounts is shocking. He said he found a cooler filled with male genitalia, a bucket of heads, arms, and legs, infected heads, and one of the most disturbing findings called a morbid joke in the lawsuit, a small woman's head sewn onto a large male torso like Frankenstein and hung up on the wall. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? That's wild. I know it. <laughs> that is Can you so imagine? wild. Uh, how do these people find each other? Answer that. Answer how the Facebook. fuck, like, no matter what crazy Facebook. group it is, how do they find each other? It's in Facebook. Facebook. Uh, we'll <laughs> We're just going to blame Facebook. It's fine. Facebook. There's more, a little bit more to this. Who in the right oh. mind? It's absolutely <laughs> gross. The lawsuit also says the bodies were cut up with chainsaws and bandsaws, and pools of human blood and bodily fluids were found on the floor of the freezer with no identification tags on the bodies. Tools that are not appropriate for dismembering scientific bodies. Harp says his mother's ashes. So I guess I didn't have a problem with the chainsaw and the bandsaw. Uh, they just said, like, that's not how, like, you would do it in science. But, I, I mean, sounds cost-effective to me. Have you ever used a bandsaw? Cut right through that. Yeah, it's true story. It's true, true story. Yeah. I'm like, they, yeah, there's special, like, equipment and shit they use for that kind of stuff. Like, I'm so fucking mind-blown right now. Oh, it keeps it keeps going. By mail on his doorstep shortly after the raid. But he isn't even sure they're her ashes. He says his mom and grandma <laughs> wanted to help medical research after their death, yet doesn't believe they ever made it out of the BRC building. 
anyway that's uh but that only happened in arizona right like that's, oh, that's like a, yeah that's not like uh like an international or statewide thing, right? And first of six, the investigation of a business deal that deals in human body parts shifting from Detroit to Chicago as the feds launch a new raid. And once again, hundreds of families will be left wondering if the bodies of loved ones have been bought and sold on the black market. 7 Action News investigator Jim Kirchner is here tonight with a story you'll see only on 7 Jim. Stephen and Carolyn, this case started here according to sources when a man named Arthur Rathburn was shipping human body parts through Metro Airport. Get this, the box leaked blood. Those cargo haulers Whoops. then called for help. <laughs> Why were you stockpiling hundreds of human body parts here, sir? That's Art Rathburn. And remember his business 13 months ago? For two days, federal investigators dressed in hazmat suits removed body parts of a thousand different people. Yeah, close your mouth, sunshine. All right, <laughs> I'm just like, what? A thousand? Jeez. Arms, legs, heads cut up and kept on ice, not embalmed, so they would be fresh for the black market. Today, the rundown warehouse on Detroit's east side is shuttered and up for sale. Sources say Rathburn's seized records led them to the Chicago area today, a business called Biological Resource Center in Rosemont. It's difficult to see from the outside, but sources say the hazmat suits and raid are underway on the sixth floor of this office building. <laughs> this is uh shit just ready to leak down five floors. It's fine. It's so crazy. I guess it, you know, like I it does make sense. Like there would be people that would collect bodies and sell them to science and therefore like be in the body trade business right you but know they, but you never think about that business no like i guess that's because when i think about that kind of business it's technically the hospital looking for a transplant of sorts you know what i mean like that's crazy it's literal black market mm-hmm uh, so this one that got busted in Arizona, uh, they released some of the receipts. So we, yeah. So um, the documents gave brokers the right to dismember the dead, then sell or rent body parts to medical research. Who rents? Can I, I mean, like, how does that phone call work? Hey, Bob, you know, I just need a foot for left. Uh, I need a left foot. For 10 days, and we'll get it right back to you. No, we're going to take it off of ice. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, I understand. Thanks, Bob. I mean, <laughs> but right. Oh, God. Uh, they're, they, yeah, no, and they, and they got prices here, too. Like, uh, let's see here. Whole body sold for around $6,000. Uh, in the Arizona place, they found a total of 1,755 total body parts, 281 heads, 241 shoulders, 337 legs. Like, the... nobody wants legs anymore. I don't know what to do. You think no, they like, you think these people like push a special on legs? Uh, it's like, <laughs> for what? To be RC. <laughs> 50 percent off. Uh, 97 spines. Uh, they said uh, some of these bags held up to parts of 36 different people. Isn't that crazy? Uh, let's see here. Uh, for 607 dollars, you could buy a liver to a public uh, <laughs> sold the liver of a public school janitor to a medical device company. The torso of a retired bank manager bought by a Swiss research institute. Guess how much the torso was? A couple grand. Uh, $3,100. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, lower legs of a union activist were purchased by a Minnesota product development company for 350 bucks a piece. They got to drop the prices on them legs. They really do but I'm like, why were they so specific about <laughs> the legs that they bought? Like, repeat that for me. What, what about them? 
You were like very specific. They bought the legs. Oh yeah, of a... yeah. They bought the. Oh, they told because uh, that's what's in the receipts. So like <laughs> the the person it is, and then like where they supposedly went to, you know. I... But then they were like, you know, hey, you know, we got a leftover kid's head. Let's put it on a male adult. It's like some Sid stuff. Like yeah, Sid is right. their hero. Sid is their hero. These yeah. People. Oh God. <laughs> Toy Story. Walt Disney did it again, right? Say what? I said Disney did it again, right? No. Yeah. Goddamn Disney. <laughs> anyway, so that's a body bag special for Toppy Tuesday here at Phantom Fact Society. They kind of want, yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of body parts being thrown around here. I mean, you actually brought some topicals that weren't body, but like we were, I was already committed. You know, no, you're good, you're good. Committed. It makes sense now because I was like, I never got to read mine, so I don't know if they were shit or not. Is no, they. I I love it when people send me. They're like, "Ha, huh, it's an interesting title." You read it. <laughs> I don't want this to be the norm. You read your own title, and if it's interesting, send it to me. Okay. I told you. I told you. The one I found interesting and was reading, somehow I lost it fucking with my phone, and I was like, oh, so I didn't want to lose those ones. <laughs> I'm not a tech genius, okay? I suck at shit. <laughs> well, we all got to be bad at something. All right. Well, next Tuesday. Are you coming on next Tuesday? Yes, I can. Sweet. Next Tuesday's another Toppy Tuesday here at Phantom Facts. I'll uh, try to consider with my toppies, Kay. I appreciate that. I, th- I think we did all right, though, today. Yeah. Pretty good show, Sunshine. It was a good show. It was interesting. It's funny. Have a good night, everybody. This is the emergency broadcast system. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This is our final take of all of the test. If exposed, we're near to